What is up, family? Welcome back to another Vegan Academy podcast. Super excited for today's episode because I am going to share with you how you can make lasting lifestyle changes. This is my method that I developed over the last year by reflecting back on my own personal development, why I did certain things, why did I manage to last when it comes to certain habits, why didn't I not manage to last when it comes to other habits and what are people doing around me? What are the people that I helped? What are other professionals in the field doing? And how could I combine that into one new method to actually help people make the changes that they want in life? Because I think it's so crucial that if you want to change that you actually take action. Well, and that's what today is all about. So I hope you are excited, hope you are ready. First thing that I would really like to mention that is that if you want to take your life and your health back into your own hands and want to have a guide or a step-by-step -step plan that can actually help you create these lasting lifestyle changes, I put all of this into a free workbook for you with questions that you can follow along to get you, to get you in the right direction. So if you're interested in that, Definitely click the link in the description below because it will take you directly to my workbook where you can download it and use it in your advantage. So without further ado, let's get us into today's episode. How to make lasting or sustainable lifestyle change. Because of course, we can make changes, but it can also come at a price, right? It is not my intention, and I hope it's not yours as well, to start doing things that will actually take you more energy than you will gain from them. If you um, have been listening to the Vegan Academy podcast and know my story a little bit, you know that I worked in retail management for many years, almost a decade, and that I burned out on... In, at age 25 years old while not even at the peak of my career yet because I always went head first straight into everything was working 50 60 or even more hours a week without actually proper taking care of myself and my own well-being and I see that that's what's happening to a lot of people we tend to dive into things we tend to rush into things instead of just taking the time to take things step by step. Uh, we often go for the all or nothing approach instead of just, yeah, taking things slow and steady because slow and steady definitely wins the race based on yeah, my own experience. And it's not always how fast we can go towards a goal, but in what kind of way we can do that and how can we actually make that sustainable. So that's what today, today's episode will be all about. And first of all, before I will start sharing about the method at a five-step method of how to make lasting changes, I am going to share a little bit about why I actually share this and why I actually created this workbook in the first place. Because the thing is, it is not about the amount of information that is available to us. If we look critically at how much we know when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle and we might have a lot of questions but the basics most of us will understand and we all know that we gotta eat more vegetables eat more greens eat a bit more fruit uh, that we have to move more that we have to have less stress and that we should take better care of our sleep well these basic fundamentals of a healthy 
or or healthy lifestyle or general well-being these are things that we tend to understand and there's so much information out there on the internet there's so much recipe videos workout videos and i share them too and i think there's definitely purpose for them um, but in the end why is it so that even with all this information out there and and more information coming out every single second that in the end we don't act and that's what this is all about um, we tend to have too many ideas and not enough action like i said in the beginning action is absolutely the key when it comes to changing any habit because we can think about it as much as we want we can visualize as much as we want but in the end what is really going to make it happen is when we take action and of course planning visualizing the thing these things have a role they play a role and they are important until a certain degree but as long as we don't act upon our plans act upon our vision then they are never going to come into fruition so what i want to help you and that's also why i created this is to help you take action in an easier and more sustainable way so that the habits that you're creating for yourself can turn into a lifestyle because eventually that's where we want to go right we want to be doing new things healthy things without taking that much energy we want to you utilize our ability to run on autopilot because our brains do run on autopilot 95 percent of all our actions on a day-to-day -day basis are patterns are pre-programmed patterns based on all the things that we have been doing throughout our lives so building up a new habit is not that difficult we are creatures of habit and if you can utilize certain tools for that if you can focus on the right things and the right steps it is pretty easy to actually create new habits in your life but what is preventing us often is that overconsumption, thinking that the next answer the next uh, the happiness or whatever it is that we are searching for is in the next video the next book self-development book or the next audio course or audio book that we are listening instead of just trying things out and eventually that's the most valuable lesson is trying things out for yourself see what works for you because we are all different right none of us is exactly the same and what works for you might not work for me and vice versa so it's always important when you see something out there when you read or hear something is that you try it out for yourself if it actually works and if it actually fits in your life and fits in your lifestyle as well so another big factor when it comes to not taking action is fear and self-doubt we have all this information i just literally at the click of a finger or a click of a mouse we have all this information available but yeah we don't do something with it and this is something that i experienced for myself as well like when i just lost my job i was also in this phase of not knowing what i wanted to do why i wanted to do it not having the confidence that i actually could make a difference and this helped me back from starting the vegan academy for example for way too long while i could have built up already so much more by just trying and figuring things out as long as i go so fear often limits us in taking action and 
this is normal. Like I think it's important to understand where this fear is coming from and how this plays out in our day-to-day -day life. Because like we are creatures of habits, we are often triggered by our comfort zone. Our comfort zone for a large degree depends what we tend to do and what we not tend to do. Because of course our comfort zone is the opposite of our growth zone. As long as you stay in that comfort zone, you're probably not doing the things that scare you or probably the things that you're afraid of because your comfort zone is there to keep you in the same position, not just because it doesn't want you to change, but also because it doesn't want you to get hurt, as in like your physical body. And the more comfortable you are, the less likely you're going to hurt yourself in a physical aspect, but emotional aspect as well. So our comfort zone is really our most primal part of our brain. It's a reptilian brain that just, that just keeps us from hurting us, that just makes sure that we will be safe. And of course, throughout history, you can imagine that that comfort zone prevented us from getting in a lot of dangerous situations. But now in this life, it also prevents us from doing the things that we actually need to do in order to grow. So I hope that with this step-by-step -step plan, you are more comfortable by stepping out your comfort zone and also realize that on the other side of your comfort zone, that's where growth lays. On the other side of the things that scare you, that's exactly what you need to face and exactly what you need to overcome in step or to, or to actually grow. So I think it's so important to be aware of that and to know that whenever you're going to do something that is on the edge of your comfort zone or outside of your comfort zone that you're going to get these thoughts and you're going to feel afraid and you're going to feel overwhelmed and you're going to have these voices in your head saying to you, well, do you think it's a good idea? I don't think you can do that. What will others think about that? And know that's just part of the process. And as soon as you start to take those little steps out of your, outside of your comfort zone, those voices will weaken and new patterns start to develop. And then as soon as that becomes your new comfort zone, other things will be challenging, challenging again. So it is always a continuous process of growth and experience and just learning what works for you and learning to challenge yourself in a sustainable way without smashing into a wall. So today I will, I will speak about like the five steps to make lasting changes and this is everything to do with taking control over your own health and your own well-being as well. So very important step is always to start with the end in mind because when you start with a vision, it is so much easier to reverse engineer where you want to go towards to and actually plan out the path, plan out the, the, the plan it out, make a plan that can actually help you get there. So start with the end in mind is a famous saying of John R. Covey. Um, if you don't know him, definitely check him out. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People was a revolutionary book when I read it thing like 10, 12 years ago or so. And the reason why this is so important is because when it comes to change, the less we know, the less likely we are going to change and we're actually going to do something about it. Whether you are vegan or maybe curious about it or maybe newly transitioning, like reflect it back on that process of going vegan. 
when I just went vegan like four plus years ago, at first I didn't know nothing about it. I knew vegetarian, but vegan was something like way out of my scope, way out of my, my, my knowledge field. So I didn't even think about going vegan. I knew vegetarian, I, know, I knew what uh, effects eating meat had on my body. So if I would not have known that aspect of eating meat and what it would do for my health, I would never even consider doing it, right? And that's the same with veganism. That's the same with every aspect of change. As if you don't know what it is about and if you don't know what are the benefits of it or if you don't know what the negatives of it are, like how are you going to actually change that? So awareness is the key step to actually bring change into your life because from awareness comes change. From awareness, it's like going into a dark room and at first you see nothing. You see nothing and you're looking around and you try to make sense of what it is that you see, but it's too dark. You cannot see anything. And then as soon as you turn on the light, suddenly the objects in the room start to illuminate, right? You suddenly see, oh, there's a chair, there's a desk, there's a, a bottle of water. I'm just literally naming things <laughs> that I see around me right now. And as soon as you start to see these things, they start to make sense for you, right? And that's the process of awareness. The process of awareness is nothing more than educating yourself on a certain concept that you might want to change. Like if you want to change to a healthier lifestyle, like educate yourself. What is it actually that a healthy lifestyle means? What is it actually that nutrition, uh, whole food plant-based nutrition is? Or how can I improve my body through bodyweight training or whatever you're into, uh, fitness or running how can i actually do that so as soon as you start to educate yourself you start to form already new connections and new patterns in your mind that make you instead of being in that monkey mind space where you just object to everything and just say nah it's not for me nah what will my what will my parents think or what will my friends think or i don't have the proper gear or all these arguments that you have against something you will start to look for solutions and you will start to slowly convince yourself that it's actually a good thing for you to start acting upon that. So when you write down your vision, be as crystal clear as you can when it comes to that. Like how do you want your life to look in the next six months, in the next 12 months, maybe even a little bit further? And as well, like how do you really want to feel right then? Because our emotions, they play such a big role in that process and it is very easy to say like what do i want to have in a materialistic kind of standpoint but how do you actually want to feel as a person do you want to feel more confident do you want to feel more energetic do you want to feel more loved or more secure like what is it that you what is it that how do you want to experience your life in general i think these are so such important questions that we don't ask ourselves enough so always start there always start with the end in mind so from step one, we go on into step two, and that has everything to do with finding your why. Now, you probably have heard this one before. I've been sharing about this on my social profile quite a lot as well. And the reason why this is so important is because in general, we tend to forget why we do things. And we just, like I said in the beginning, we run on autopilot. Like, why do I actually do this job? Like, why do I actually do this job that I'm that I actually don't enjoy. 
why am I in this relationship where yeah, every day is the same and we tend to fight a lot and why do I hang out with these people? Why do I take care of myself in, in, in this way? Like, why is that? This is such an important question to ask because that's how you bring more awareness to, your, to yourself and to your life as well. As soon as you start to ask more questions, you start to become, you, you, you light up the room more. So you see more what is actually all there and what is actually all happening around you. When it comes to actually changing something, having a strong why is the difference between doing something every now and then and, doing so, and making something non-negotiable. Like when you have a strong enough why, your reason for doing becomes as important as breathing. And I think that's a vital concept of making changes last. If I look back at my own life, the reason why I sometimes did something and sometimes didn't do something was because my why was not clear and not strong enough and I didn't often look back and reflect on it. So a great exercise for finding out your why is actually the pain and gain list. And the pain and gain list has everything to do with just taking a piece of paper. You can find it in the workbook as well and asking yourself this question. So I have this vision for myself. I know where I want to go towards to. What can happen if I don't act upon that? What can happen if I don't do anything right now? What can happen if I don't do anything in the next six months, 12 months, three years, 20 years? What can all change in my life if I don't act on that vision that I have? If I don't act on eating more whole foods, if I don't act on taking better care of myself, if I don't act on uh, having less stress and experiencing less stress, being more mindful in my life, what can happen? And not just only on the physical plane, but also how could that influence the way that you feel about yourself, the way that you view the world, the way that you deal with the other people in your life, with the relationship, with the people close to you, with your family. Could that maybe even influence your job or your career or your business? It is so important to ask yourself that question because one of the reasons why we tend not to take action is because there's no big sense of urgency. Uh, as long as uh, if you would go to the doctor and the doctor would say to you, well, yeah, I have, I have your results here in front of me. Yeah, and if, yeah, you got to st start taking better care of yourself else maybe yeah, there will be a time that, um, yeah, you got to start taking some medicines. Well, yeah, you think, yeah, okay, okay you know. Like, hmm. uh, what is the likelihood of you really taking action on, if, on that kind of advice? Like probably not that, 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 not that big, right? But if the doctor would say, if you don't act now, you run into the chance of getting a heart attack in the next month, well, then suddenly there's a way bigger urgency for you to start making changes. And that urgency we can create by understanding, by, by exposing the pain, by exposing like what it actually means to us and also saying to ourselves like, this is not how I want to live my life anymore. And when you do that, you actually start raising your standards. And when you raise your standards, that's when you're really going to make change because you look around in your life and you say like, no, this is not how I want to live anymore. And when you raise your standards, that's one of the, fastest ways to actually make change in your life so on the one side you have the of course the pain side which i said is more like what could all happen in a more negative um, way 
physically, mentally, emotionally, uh, spiritually, financially, um, if I don't take action. But of course, there's the other side to this as well. You have the gain side. And the gain has everything to do with what you could benefit. What could you benefit if you would start to take better care of yourself? What could you benefit if you would start to practice more mindfulness or if you would eat more whole foods or step outside your comfort zone and do the things that scare you? Like what can happen in the broadest sense of the word? What can happen now short term? How will I feel? How would that change how I view myself, how I deal with my relationships, how can that affect my job or my business? But also in the long term, how can that completely change my life over the next three, five, maybe even 10 years from now? Like the more clearer you have that image for yourself, the more clearer it becomes your motivation and your drive for doing something. And the more you can in engrave that in your core, into the core of your being, the more likely you're going to act upon that. Because this is something that you can always come back to. When you don't feel like doing something, refresh your memory. Say to yourself, no, I do this no matter what happens. And that's the thing, right? That's the big difference between quote successful people and quote non-successful people is the difference between doing it no matter what or letting your circumstances guide you what you do. And too often we go through life letting the circumstances dictate how we feel, what we act on instead of being the captain of our own ship. You are in charge. You decide what you do, where you focus on, because where you focus on is what grows. So if you want to change your life, it has everything to do with focusing your time and your energy on the things that are going to get you there. So instead of blaming other people for the situation that you're in or blaming, ah, oh, 2020 is just such a f year no we know it but how much can you really change about that you can change how you look towards it you can change still what you do in your day-to-day -day life right every moment every breath that you take is a new opportunity for you to decide where you want to focus on and having that clear why is going to help you stay accountable with yourself because that's really the key to making lasting changes so step three, when you have that clear why and you know where you want to go towards, so it's just so important to set the right goals for yourself and to create a roadmap to actually get you in the direction where you want to go. And of course, they always say the journey is more important than the destination. The journey is the destination because too often we tend to think that our happiness or our feeling of being or feeling good about ourselves is going to be found in that next place, in the next goal, in the next thing that we are going to achieve instead of realizing that it is all laying within. Everything that you ever want to feel and everything that you ever want to experience is already here and is inside of you. So the happiness is not in the destination, it's not in the goal. It is just by putting yourself out there Life has everything to do with growth and looking for the experiences that can help you grow. And as long as you don't do that, you will stay in the same position as you are. So when it comes to goals, 
what I often see is that we tend to make way too big goals that actually don't allow us to take action. So when your goals become too big, again, this is part of the awareness process. When something is too big and too vague and not concrete enough, we don't know how to, how to do it. Uh, when I just started building my business, I was like, yeah, I want to build a business. I want to help people. And I tried life workouts and being on social media and all these like kind of loose different things. But I was not really getting results until the moment that I was saying, no, if I want to get results, I need to do X, X, and X. I need to be concrete. I need to be doing these daily tasks every single day to build up my business. And the same goes for becoming healthier. If you want to be healthier, yeah, what does that mean? You know, that's a, that's a super broad question. What does it mean to you to actually become healthier? And how are you going to apply that in your own day-to-day life? If you say like, yeah, I'm going to work out a bit. I'm going to eat healthier. That's too vague. What, you, what are you actually going to do from tomorrow on? What changes are you specifically going to introduce in your life? And that has everything to do with setting smart goals. Smart is the most straightforward and easy way to actually set proper goals because it gives you something specific, something measurable, something acceptable, something realistic, and something time-bound. So it's also easy to track it. I had Adam as a guest on the podcast. This will be coming out in a couple of weeks from, from today. And he said something which was so good. He said, like, if you... Uh, he related it to building a business, like tracking calories, which he's like a fitness coach, a fitness trainer. He said like, why you track calories is the same as why you manage your finances in a business, right? If you set a proper goal, then you actually know what it is that you need to do because you make it so specific that it is very easy to wrap your head around it. If you say to yourself, well, I want this, I'm going to do that by working out five times a week on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I hope that was five. I think that was five, right? (laughs) Five times a week, a 20-minute high-intensity workout. Super specific. You know exactly what what you are going to do in order to get forward. There's no room for debate. There's no room for error. Um, all you got to do is just follow up on that. And every day or on those days that you say you're going to work out, you can literally ask yourself the question, did I do X? Yes, I worked out. Okay, I can check off the box. And when you make goals like that, it is very easy to just stay on track because that's what goals do. They give you you a path. They give you guidance of where it actually is that you want to go to and what you should be focusing on. Because when it comes to this, over consuming and all this information out there what makes it hard for us to actually stay committed to something is because every time we think we have to reinvent the wheel again like every time something new pops up a new trend a new fitness trend or a new way of eating new supplements or whatever it is we think that we have to jump aboard on that but you're never going to develop new habits and you especially not going to make something a lifestyle if you don't commit to something for a longer period of time so it's so important to just write down your smart goal 
set out minimum of 21 days to work on it, preferably even a little bit longer, 21 Eight, 28 days I would recommend and just for that month focus only on that specific goal and you will see how fast you can grow now from the book atomic habits like make habits or make goals as small as possible like you could even say smart with a double s small specific measurable acceptable realistic time bound because the smaller you make the goals the easier it is to actually step out of your outside of your comfort zone because it doesn't feel that uncomfortable if you never work out maybe just start by well every day i'm gonna do i'm gonna do i start doing squats you're not even going to say how many you're going to do you just say at that time of the day i make sure i have my fitness clothes on and i'm just going to start doing squats and whatever comes after comes after not important the only thing that matters is that i start if you can say, if you can look at goals like that, it is way more likely that you're actually going to start doing them and that you will stay committed to them because it's so easy and the, the barrier, the obstacle becomes very low. And that's what you want to try to do is remove as much obstacles for yourself as possible so you make it easy to actually commit to it. Well, then step four. Step four has everything to do with staying consistent. It's all nice and fun in games, right? If you actually get started, amazing. But in the end, if you really want to get those changes, if you really want to make something habit, staying consistent is absolutely key. It's not the things that you do every once in a while that's going to change your life. It's the things that you do consistently that will change your life. And this is really one of my favorite quotes from Tony Robbins, if I'm not wrong. And... This says everything. This says everything about how we build up our life and how you build up a healthy lifestyle is by doing something on repeat. It's not uh, working out every once a week or every 14 days that is going to make you healthier or uh, get you a certain physique. No, it's working out three, four, five times a week what is going to yield you the results in the long term. And the reason why we're not consistent is because of those reasons that I mentioned above as well. We set two big goals, we're not specific, we don't have a clear why, we don't actually know where we want to go towards with this, so we just start doing something because we've seen it or other people do it or we have kind of like a feeling that that should be the thing what we need to focus on. So three things that are super important when it comes to staying consistent are first of all, having the right support. Like, Especially now, it's so important to surround yourself with the people that actually lift you up. There's so many people going through the same things or have been through the same things that can actually support you along your way. And how much more fun is the whole process if you actually surround yourself with people that know what you're going through, that maybe can give you some piece of advice, that can give you some tips or just a good pat on the back because we all want to feel supported, right? So support is super important. And I got a great question. I was actually a guest yesterday on the Vegan Health Summit organized by Tom from Planet Fitness. And he asked me the question as well, like, so how to deal better with your environment? Because often it is actually the people that are closest to us that not always support our changes. And I thought that was a fantastic question because the thing is, people don't want to see you change. Often people don't want to see you change because it makes them uncomfortable. Maybe not even consciously but subconsciously people think oh do i gotta change now also 
Why is he suddenly changing? Why is she suddenly changing? And it makes them feeling uncomfortable because they start to look at themselves and think like, who? maybe I start, should do something. And not every person is even aware of that, but it happens. So what often happens with people in your own surrounding is that they will actually turn against you and say like, wow, you changed so much. And not always in the good sense of the word. Right? How, how often, like for me, for example, when I went vegan, like, wow, the amount of negative feedback that I got on that. And all I thought was, oh, I'm going to have so much support in this. And people are going to be saying, oh, good for you. And wow, you, how well you changed. And wow, yeah, you're taking so much great action. And actually, it was the opposite. So first of all, I think we've got to be aware of that not everyone is just going to support us. And that's okay. And second of all, I really like the aspect of going to someone's level, like, leveling towards what matters to them right if you can find a common ground like why do you want them to have your back why do you want them to support you and when it comes to for example your why maybe your family plays a huge role in why you want to be healthier if if that's so then share that with them share that they are a part of your drive share that they actually motivate you to be a better role model. If you can share that with the people closest to you, then you will get a lot more understanding back for it. And it might actually make them think as well and also maybe come along with you on this journey. Ask them for that or for their support. Instead of creating this resistance, try how you can actually create a bridge between you and that other person. Because it's so important, right? And alone is just alone. But there are so many people out there that want to root for you. So use them to your advantage because the process is so much nicer and so much more enjoyable if you can actually do it all together. And that also brings me into the next point, like accountability. If you create that strong why for yourself, then you create a lot of internal accountability with yourself already. But it's easy to say to yourself, I'm going to work out five times a week, but it's also quite easy to say to yourself, well, it's also okay if I'm going to do it four times a week. And then from there on, it's also easy to say to yourself, well, it's also okay if I do it three times a week, right? Or if I eat the whole chocolate bar, or then it's also okay if I eat the whole day processed foods. So just having it by yourself and especially if you're new to creating habits that accountability works very well if you partner with someone get a coach get someone around you to follow along with you to do the journey with you to say like hey we both want to become healthier why not start working out together why not do this detox together or why not stop smoking together and we all have these uh, upcoming new year's resolutions these are amazing, but on the other end, how often do we start with that and how often do we actually continue with it? I've worked in gyms and I know from friends who own gyms that, <laughs> yeah, they make a lot of money on people starting but never completing. How many times did, did, do we sign up for a certain program, for a certain, for a gym, for a workshop? Or, or buy a certain supplement and how often do we keep it in a closet 
finish it halfway or stop after a month. The thing is, if you really want something, you gotta put in the work that is necessary for you to get there consistently. And else, it's also okay if you don't, but just be fair towards yourself with your expectations, what you want in life, and apply the equal amount of effort and energy into the results that you want. Because if you want big results, well, then you gotta put in more effort. You gotta put in more time. And not everyone is willing to do that. And that's okay. So know what your results are and how fast you want them is going to, is going to have to be equal towards, yeah, the amount of time and effort you're willing to put into it. So the last step with this is doing something that is actually enjoyable. If it ain't enjoyable, it ain't sustainable. So too many times we look online, we see all these influencers, we see all these health coaches, and we think, wow, I got to do what he does. I got to do what she does. If I want to look like her, I got to do as she does. And even though until a certain degree that is true because, well, they have their method, they have their path. That's how they got where they are right now. Like everyone is different. You are different than everyone else. So you got to find for you what works for you. Like there are many ways leading to Rome, right? <laughs> so you got to find those things that actually work for you. You don't need to go to a gym to have X physique. You don't need to eat, drink a smoothie every morning or eat fruit every morning. Like I think the biggest reason why I am so easy to sustain a healthy lifestyle, and especially when it comes to working out, consistently and eating healthy consistency is because I absolutely love doing what I do. When people ask me like, what are your hobbies? Like personal development is kind of a hobby. I love standing in the kitchen. I love going to markets to pick out fresh produce. I love to do bodyweight training and learn new skills. It is honestly a hobby. And that's why it's so easy for me to sustain it. But if you would say to me, Kun, let's go running every single day or let's go cycling a hundred kilometers every single day. Yeah, well, it would be pretty tough for me to, to stay consistent with it. And that's one of the biggest things that I see is that people tend to do the things because other people say that they should do them instead of asking yourself the question, what is it actually that I want, right? This loops back to that part of awareness. Like if you know what it is that you like, well, so much easier to, to, to copy that and keep doing that, right? I eat a lot of the same meals very often i have maybe five meals that i rotate over and over and over again and sometimes i make something different but these meals are so satisfying and so tasty to me that i don't even mind eating them every day i know that when the i know the first three years of me going vegan i literally had oatmeal and still now but lately i've been having more smoothie bowls i'm in this kind of phase now <laughs> Like I had oatmeal literally six out of seven days of the week and I would make pretty much the same recipe every single day. And it would never get boring to me. I love eating oats like that, overnight oats. And that's the key, like finding out what works for you, sticking to it and make it, making it as enjoyable as you can. So step four, staying consistent, find your support, find your tribe, find the people that root for you 
find the people that can actually help you along the way, as well as how can you stay accountable, like with yourself, but maybe you just need a little bit more outside push to make sure that you can actually stay and stick to those things. So a coach or someone that's joining along on your journey. I know I had a good friend of mine when I started working out, we would always go together. We would always train together six times a week. And it really helped because if I wasn't feeling like it, he would call me, hey, good. <laughs> no way you're staying home. Come with me. And it would be going vice versa as well. If he didn't feel like it, I would just go to his door. I would pull him out of his, out of his, uh, out of his room. Say, come on, man. Let's go train. You need to do this. And that's, that's just great. I think if you can have people around you like that, it really can influence you in a positive way. And the last thing, uh, do the things that you actually enjoy because it's so much easier and so much more enjoyable also no? <laughs> if you actually do it like that. So the last step, step five, is everything to do with reflecting and repeating the process. A lifestyle doesn't happen by just implementing one new habit. A lifestyle happens when we build a routine of new habits. And the only way how to do that is by staying consistent and also keeping on reflecting on our process. So what are the things that actually went well? Super important, right? We don't, and we tend to have such a focus on the things that actually are not going well, but what did go well? This is such an important question to ask ourselves. So ask yourself, looking back at the last three, four weeks, the last month, what are the things that really motivated me? What are the things that, what are my wins? What did I achieve? How did I feel? Because if you know what works well, you can copy that. You can copy that onto your next life. Oh yeah, whenever I work out and then afterwards I do this or whenever I don't feel like working out and remember myself of why I want to do it, I get to it. You know, If you know these small little nuances, it is so much easier to just duplicate that process and make it better and better and better over time. And the same goes for your obstacles. What are the things that actually made it difficult for you to stick to a new habit? What made it difficult to yeah, eat healthier, to work out more consistently? Like if you can become aware again of those obstacles, awareness is the first step to change. So if you become aware of it, it becomes easier to apply the right amount of action to it. If you see that, oh, every time I'm unmotivated, I do this kind of behavior. Or every time when I don't feel like working out, it is because of this, what I say to myself. Or eh, all these little obstacles. Um, I, I, I find it difficult to keep eating healthy because I buy a lot of foods that are unhealthy and then I snack on them the whole week and in the end of the week, I don't feel like getting back to eating healthy again. Like If you know what happens then it's a lot easier to actually change that. And the same thing goes, goes here in place because keeping the saw sharp is something that Covey always says as well as that, or said actually, um, as well as that when you start to do new things, it is very easy to start to take these things for granted as well. So for example, with uh, in relation to the New Year's resolutions, it's like we start motivated, which I'm going to do a video about as well. Um, if you feel 
that motivation is important, focus on your why. That's all I got to say about that for now. Because motivation comes and goes and the why stays. So keeping the saw sharp has also everything to do with you start motivated, uh, you go to the gym first week, it's all nice, it's new. New things are always exciting, right? If you go on a new holiday, new location, it's exciting. You're yeah, like, oh, wow, it's, it's, it excites you. But then like the, the newness of it kind of fades away, right? The newness of working out, suddenly it's not so fun anymore. It's not so sexy to do that anymore. And the joy goes out of it a little bit. Probably also because you're doing something because you think you need to do it instead of because you actually really want to do it. So keeping the saw sharp, the last step has everything to do with reflecting and repeating the process until it actually becomes part of your lifestyle. And the last thing that I really want to say about this is that there is no track to fall off. Life is a continuous journey of experience and growth. And the only thing that you can do is make a decision for yourself. What is it that I want to focus on right now? Every breath, every moment is for you a new opportunity to decide where you want to focus on. And no matter what is happening outside of you, no matter the circumstances, you always are in control of how you feel and how you act upon that. And it's not always difficult. And especially now, I totally understand that it's not always not always easy but you do always have a choice and that's what i hope i can give to you today so i really want to thank you for following along with this vegan academy podcast i hope you got something out of it like i mentioned in the beginning i have a free workbook for you to actually download you can click the link in the description uh, that asks you these questions similar questions so you can have more direction, a better plan, and better understanding of what it actually is that you need to be focusing on in order to become a better version of yourself because that's in the end what we want, right? Where we are here for. And also, if you would like to have that accountability with a coach to come up with a plan together for your specific goals, then you can also schedule a free breakthrough call with me also by clicking the link in the description below. And I'm happy to get in touch with you. So. For now, this was it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure to be back next week for another Vegan Academy podcast. Thank you for listening and have a great day.